0: Hello and welcome to the Hillsdale College Athletic Podcast. I'm Thomas Meyer, your host, and today we have a very special guest in, uh, my favorite listener, Caleb Daniels. Caleb, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right, Tommy. How are you?
0: Um, I'm great, and I am very happy to have someone finally on the podcast because it's been quite a while since the last person's been on. So um, today we are going to be talking some... Uh, High School District Basketball with Caleb Daniels. And uh, he's going to start us off. We're going to talk about District 109, which is basically Hillsdale County. All right. Take it away, Caleb.
1: All right. So, shoot. we had a very interesting night Monday, didn't we? So, the first game, a 1-19 Rams going against – the ten and ten Litchfield Terriers. Yeah. What a that was a crazy game.
0: It really was. I mean, who expected North Adams to win that? And I mean, they didn't win, obviously, but uh, they they got really close there. They only lost by five.
1: And, the last uh, time Litchfield and North Adams met up, Litchfield won by a score of sixty three to twenty nine, <laughs> a
0: blowout. Yeah.
1: They, I mean, it really helped,
0: really helped that Litchfield had, I mean, Litchfield has a lot better of a team than than North Adams. I think North Adams has been really streaky, but so has Litchfield. And even though Litchfield, two of their best guys fouled out in the last, like, two minutes of the game, and still North Adams couldn't pull it out. They only lost, I mean, they lost by five, but it was kind of surprising that they put up 55 points, because that's the most they've scored all year, pretty much.
1: I mean, it is, so, and their only win coming from Will Carleton Academy. But, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, there were a lot of fouls that game. The Terriers had 28 free throw attempts and made 15. The Rams had 26 and made 10. So that also yeah. contributed.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, honestly, I think North Adams could have won that game if uh, they made their free throws because. Just in the last like five minutes that we watched, like Casey probably missed uh, five free throws in there because he would just right, drive right. and get fouled every time. So, yeah, that really did not help.
1: And Junior um, Alvarez and Luke Miller really carried Witchfield that night. Junior Alvarez with 16 points also leads the SCAA in three-point makes with 57 <laughs>
0: He probably also leads in attempts by quite a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Luke Miller had thirteen points and fourteen rebounds, his eighth double double.
0: Nice. That actually team. is that's pretty impressive. Honestly, I didn't, it I is. didn't even, I don't even really pay attention to him that much. But um, he actually, he did, had had a good job, and he did a good job in that game. And I think he was one of the players that got fouled out at the end. I think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, him and, and then and he and shushed the
0: crowd. Yeah, that was a good moment.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So that was that was a pretty interesting game. <laughs> it was
1: fun game. It was very fun.
0: And we were Crazy. really hoping that North Apps could pull that out, but we oh, yeah. ended up losing sixty to fifty-five. Was the final score?
1: Unfortunate. Yes. But then another interesting game later that <laughs> night. Yes. Will very Carlton Academy versus Camden. Now.
0: Very very good game. Uh. Um. WCA pulled out the big upset, went in by 19 against Camden Frontier, 58-39. to 39. What a game. What a game. That was a classic. Camden Honestly.
1: had nobody in double-digit points.
0: Jeez, I didn't even actually know that. That's, that's crazy.
1: And Will Carlton Academy almost had five people in double-digit points.
0: Yep, I think the starting five all had ten. Or starting four, I'll add 10, except for me, I had nine. So Thomas
1: Meyer and Max Thielen had nine, Tyler Sanders with 11, Raymond Brown with 12, and Will Thielen with an outstanding game at 16 points. Including
0: Buzzer Beater 3 at the half, which at was the half. literally huge, best moment of the game for sure, and probably a top moment of the season, honestly.
1: Easily. And then Caleb yeah, that was at
0: one. Crazy. And Will Carlton pulled off the upset against Camden, which was, I mean, that's that's a really good uh, I mean that's a second win in the year in or sorry, second win in a row in the first round for the for the Will Carlton and Camden Cougars, which is something new. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. Um and uh, you know, Caleb got Caleb got some minutes in that too. How many you scored, Caleb?
1: I scored one point.
0: Yes, sir. You got that free throw, and that was – actually, oh, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Uh, that Reading was
1: great. scores for Camden, Ethan Wickham with nine, and Dawson Shaw with seven. Yep. Nobody else scored over five.
0: Yeah. That was – I honestly, I think, like, just a ton of them scored, like, two or three points. Like, they didn't have a big score that scored, like, 15 points. They didn't they – oh, yeah. No. They didn't – yeah, they didn't – I mean, they only put up almost – they only put up 39 points, so it's not like they're going to score – They're not going to have a guy with like 30 points. So, yeah. All right. Now into the second round, we had uh, the Hillsdale Academy playing Litchfield. And uh, they, of course, Hillsdale Academy took care of business as Litchfield was uh, not the strongest competition in the world. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, that I don't know what to think about that game. We all expected the Academy to win. And so when they did, it wasn't really that exciting or um uh, that shocking um but uh they took care of business and they they i mean they put up uh let me see so they won in that game uh 57 to 32 so not mm-hmm. a very close game uh but they kept the stars in the whole game and so like they're they're gonna win that they're gonna win that game by quite a bit um usually so, yeah, they took care of business and everyone expected them to, and all that, all that good stuff, like I said. And then in the um, more interesting game of the night, uh, WCA uh, almost pulled up the offset against Pittsburgh, but ended up losing by 15 at the end, 51 to 35. Um, I mean, about this game, I mean, Hill, Will Carlton came out pretty good, honestly. I think we had like a five point lead in pretty. Uh, early on, but then we kind of, we started trading back and forth. It was like a three-point lead, and then they go to like a three-point lead. And then into the end of the third quarter and the start of the fourth quarter, they went on a massive run and ended up winning the game by 15 points. But really, I think that was like the 15 points was not a uh, measure from how close the game was. I think that it was a lot closer than the score said. But um, Pittsburgh was – Pittsburgh's a really good team. I mean, we had trouble shutting down Kate's bar, which is which is going to happen. And um, otherwise, we had a pretty solid game in that game. Uh, lots of turnovers, though. That, that's what really killed us. I mean, I think um, we had like 30 turnovers in that game. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a very turnover-heavy game. I helped a lot in the turnovers. I think I contributed a solid six or seven turnovers in that game. Yeah, I think but, I had four
1: I or mean, five. Yeah, I mean, so really. That, if yeah. you take out Cade bar with seventeen points, what Carlton takes the win. Yep,
0: yeah, there you go. Easily.
1: That's,
0: honestly, on that one, I feel like we could have run a box and chase maybe on Cade's bar. Oh yeah, we could have had probably a better probably a better game. But other than Cade's bar, they didn't they didn't have that good of scoring. So the next
1: leading score was Pat Van Dusen with nine yeah. points. So
0: yep, yep, there you go. So yeah, that wasn't that. Honestly, I'm pretty happy about this game. Other than the fa- I mean, we lost, obviously, so I'm not that happy about it, but I think that it, it showed a pretty decent game by us. I mean, we only put up 35 points, which is not that good, but um, I think we, it could have been a lot worse than that. So I think that was a good game. All right, now moving on to the district final, which, Caleb, you're going to talk about.
1: Right. I mean, <laughs> Hillsdale Academy. I mean everybody expected Hillsdale Academy to come out with the win so it was no surprise when they did. Pittsburgh played a great game. Um I saw anyway. Yeah. Uh, Hillsdale Academy obviously won with a score of 51 to 36 to no surprise. But it got a little crazy towards the end of the fourth quarter. It did. It did. Uh, Pittsburgh came within 10 points at Hillsdale Academy, maybe 9, mm-hmm. I'm not I don't really remember yeah, but I think it was 10, yeah. It was pretty interesting to watch. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it really was, I mean, it was a lot of people there. Um, it just it really was a pretty interesting game even though the academy was up by 20 most of the game. Um and then they just kind of pulled away at the end, but you're right, they they did pull it back in that in that final couple minutes in the fourth quarter to 10 yeah. points, hit a couple of threes. Um I wasn't sure I did I still weren't, wasn't really hoping or wasn't really Convinced that they were gonna pull it out, but I think it was still a pretty good game for both teams. Yeah. Um, the academy, the academy, like you said, they're they're gonna win that game nine times out of ten, even though they lost to Pittsburgh back in January and they they yeah. lost to them by like nine points, but it was it was like thirty three to twenty eight game, so it wasn't it wasn't very high scoring. Whereas in this game, the academy they ran a box chase against Kate's Bar. Um, they had the fast get on them. And uh, he and he couldn't really do that much, and so I think that's what really killed him in that game.
1: And w- when you have a six four, six five sophomore running the center position for Hillsdale Academy and really Pittsford with no height, um, it it's a uh, it's kind of tough to get yeah. inside. Really, yes, gotta definitely. rely on the three point shooting.
0: Yeah, that really that really did kill him because Dominic Sherrod got some easy buckets in there, especially like right oh, at yeah. the end at the buzzer where he had that tip in, but like they, I yeah. mean, they pounded it in there and there's nothing you can do about that. There really isn't oh, yeah. anything you could do about that when you don't have, I mean, they have the one kid uh, for Pittsburgh number 50 who had some height, but not really that much. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't, they didn't, they lacked a lot of height and they lost it all last year to seniors. So yeah. that, that basically killed also,
1: Dominic share being very coordinated for his height.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely helped. And so the Academy then um, advanced to take on Lenawee uh, Christian. And so that game is going to be in Lenaway, So that's that's really going to help Lenaway, of course. And uh, Lenaway already beat them um, earlier this season. And uh, that game is going to be on Monday uh, at seven o'clock in, uh, like I said, Lenway Christian. So they're they're going to have a tough te- tough time against Lenway as they already lost fifty two to forty six on their senior night. Um, that was a couple weeks ago. So they're going to have trouble with that. But um, they are coming off a hot streak. They just won two games in a row. So I think they, they will give them a game, of course. But uh, okay. yeah, we'll see. Um, anything? Any finishing thoughts on that, Caleb?
1: Gonna have to come out and play the best game that they can, really, to, if they're gonna have any chance at upsetting Lenawee Christian at their home court, really. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. They're gonna have to play that really tough one-one through-one defense, and they're really gonna oh, yeah. have to pinch and stuff. Um, yeah. So, thank you very much, Caleb, for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, we can get you on another time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, have a great day, and we'll see you in the near future. Alright, see you, Tommy. Alright, so for this second segment, we're gonna be talking about hillside College basketball like usual. Um, so in the GMAC tournament, uh so we didn't have a podcast last week, um, so we were gonna talk about the GMAC tournament, but um I was not able to watch that game because of the pit um the Will Carlton versus Pittsburgh game that we were just talking about. Um, so I'm just going to give you a quick rundown and, um, yeah, so the Chargers lost in the first round after getting a first round by, um, 80 or sorry, 68 to 66, um uh, Cedarville in the first round of the GMAC tournament that was on Friday, the fourth. Um, and so that we kind of threw that game away as I understand from reading the article, um, up by, um, five with like 30 seconds to go. And lost it from there. But um, we're not going to be focusing mainly on that. We're going to be focusing on the game on Friday the 11th. Um, This is the NCAA tournament for Division II basketball. And um, funnily enough, we played against Cedarville in the first round. Um, As the three seed in the tournament, the Chargers played against the six seed Cedarville. Um, And the Chargers avenged the GMAC uh, tournament loss 68 to 61 very similar score. Um in that game the Chargers came out really hot in the first half, jumped out to a 24 to 13 lead um with 12 minutes left in the first half courtesy of back-to-back Joe Reuter threes uh who played really he played really well in that game nine points. Uh they continued to pull um uh to keep pulling on um uh going up 38 39 to 24 at halftime which is pretty consistent with how the Chargers have been this year. They've been really good first-half teams, kind of throwing it away in the second half. Um, although the momentum started to turn Cedarville's way towards the end of the half, despite Quentin Green missing a wide-open dunk at the end of the half, which was very funny to listen to because I, I had to listen to the game. I couldn't watch the game. Um, and the announcers were like, um, and Quentin Green gets to steal a half-court. He comes down, and he, what a dunk. Oh, he missed it. <laughs> it was pretty amazing, honestly it was pretty funny um and despite the end, the momentum at the end of the half going to to cedarville the chargers came out out of the locker room with a very good um start of the second half going on a 6-0 run however the yellow jackets clawed back to a 3-point deficit um, later in the second half, forty um, with the Chargers leading by three fifty four to fifty one, forcing the Chargers to stop the the Cedarville momentum with a timeout. That was a huge timeout there. Uh, really, uh, we got we got the job done after that. Patrick Cartier took over after that point, getting back to back buckets and a rebound, um, a rebound, a pass to Tavon, who passed to Gessler, who shot a three, so an assist to the assister, um, and Gessler made that three, which kept us. Um, really in the game because at that point it was a two-point game and um, they were knocking on the door and they were ready to take us. Um, And then after that, with 51 seconds to go, he had a huge block um, to keep us within the lead. And then after the block, we had Gessler get the ball and get fouled. He made both of his free throws. Yarian, after that, got fouled. He split the two free throws and then hit two more to ice the game 68 to 62. What a game. I mean, just amazing game all around for the Chargers. Obviously, it's very important to win this game because if you don't, you go home. Um, Also, like I said, pretty characteristic. Outscored the Yellow Jackets 39 to 24 in the first half, but then we're outscored 37 to 29 in the second half. So pretty characteristic. But um the good thing about this Um, unlike some other games we've played, we didn't throw away in the second half necessarily. We kind of just faded a little bit. Uh, we didn't get as many rebounds. We kind of, we like really dominated on the boards the first half, but then in the second half, we kind of, I mean, I don't know if slacked is the right word, but we didn't get as many rebounds. So I'm assuming they just, we didn't put the, um, effort on the boards as, um, we did in the first half um so team stats field goal cedarville 22 for 50 or 62 which is 35.5 percent hillsdale 25 for 54 which is 46.3 percent three goal three field goal i always mess this up (laughs) three field goals uh cedarville seven for 28 25 and then the chargers were six for 24 also for 25 percent rebounds the cedarville 35 hillsdale 37 um like i said earlier um Cedarville got most of their 35 rebounds in the second half otherwise we would have smoked them on the rebounds um turnovers Cedarville 8 uh Hillsdale 10 um so again this turnover problem is kind of getting irritating at this point um but um in this game they also put up quite a bit of turnovers so i mean they it's that's i mean i honestly it so long as you can get the win with all the turnovers, I mean, it's inefficient. We need to get more efficient. But um, I don't know. I mean, like, we have a lot of bad turnovers, like passing turnovers that get stolen. I mean that that's unacceptable. You, I mean, it, you're a college basketball player. You need to you need to end that. But um, yeah. I mean, too many turnovers. That's that's kind of the. The minimum right there. Um, for individual stats, Cedarville was led by Brandon Ma- um, Uh Yep, yeah, that's right. Magimer, um, who had 27 points, 10 rebounds. So he had the double-double. Uh, he was 7 for 21 and 3 for 9 from 3. He was their basically only source of, of scoring in the second half. Um, basically, he scored all of their points, pretty much. I mean, they scored... Um, They scored um, 61 points in the game, and 37 of those was in the second half. Um, And he scored 27 points, most of them in the second half. I mean, he scored close to 75% they scored in the second half. He really took over. Um, And then for Hillsdale, Pat Cartier led the team, as usual, with 20 points. A very, very consistent 8 for 13, 8 rebounds. He really put himself on that rebound list uh four turnovers though. Uh the usual basically. Uh Jack Golkey had another uh solid game, got the start. Uh 12 points, uh 4 for 8 from the field, 2 for 6 from three. Not the best game for him and then also four rebounds. Not the best game for him, but he got him inside and he got some good buckets. Um and uh 12 points, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's that's solid. Um uh, impressively for Cedarville, just like a little note, uh Jacob Breeze who did not start. He got 11 minutes in the game. Um, in which he was 4-for-4, which is honestly impressive, just that. Nine points, five fouls, and three rebounds. Um, Yeah, that's impressive. How do you get five fouls in 11 minutes? That's very impressive because, like, I mean, I foul out a lot of games, um, but I have never fouled out in 11 minutes. I have never fouled out in a quarter. I've gotten three and a quarter, which is max, which is impressive in itself. Um, But this man got five and 11 minutes. Which is a little over a quarter, because um, a quarter is eight minutes long and eleven—that's three minutes over into another quarter. So that's that's a, over a quarter and not even a half, um, just under a half. So that's that. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Um, so after that, we in um, we advanced to play number two Cedar, or sorry, not Cedarville. Uh, we just played the um, Ferris State. Who we had already lost to earlier this season, but uh, we absolutely thumped them ninety to seventy four on Saturday. Um, but we're not going to talk about that right now because I was not able to watch it. So we're going to talk about that next week, and next, and then also next week we're going to be talking about how after that win we advanced to play number five Missouri Saint Louis on Monday, at uh, seven p.m. Uh that's the Sweet Sixteen. And that's the second year in a row we've advanced to the Sweet Sixteen. So that's a really big accomplishment for these guys. And just um I'm actually I'm really hopeful for this because I mean we've we have not played this team yet, um, this year. And it's just really gonna be interesting to see how um we come out against them. They're the number five seed, so we can assume that we're gonna be better than this team. But um it it really just all depends. Um all right, so now we're gonna go over to some baseball on Friday, the fourth. We lost the first game of the doubleheader to McKendree. That's at McKendree, six to five, close one. And then in the second one, which went to eleven innings, that's also on Friday. We won twelve to seven. On Saturday, we lost the first game, um, nine to five, and then on Saturday, in the second game, in seven innings, we were we th- we absolutely thumped them. Uh, twenty-one to six, um, to split the series. So we were one and one or two and four on this. Basically, yeah, we split the series. <laughs> um, and then right now, in the bottom of the fifth, um, the Chargers are up six to one on Finley. Um, we will play the second game on uh, at five p.m. Um, this is at Finley. Um, and then we, uh, and then on Monday, we have a double header. In Finley, still, um, one p.m. um in Finley, and then four p.m. against Finley as well. So um, looking forward to that. And then on March eighteenth, which is the next week, obviously, um, we have a big um home. We have home series, which is always nice to see. Um, on Friday, three p.m. Ashland. On Saturday, one p.m on uh, second game, four PM and then on Sunday the one lone game at one PM. So that's gonna be really fun to see. Um quite a bit of snow here, so maybe we could maybe it'll get canceled, but we'll see. Um it's supposed to get a lot nicer um this week, so we'll see. Um but like I said, lots of snow which stinks. But um yeah so that that um that is uh, what's going on in baseball. Um, but, oh, wait, wait, wait. Also, we have uh, an announcement for that. Um, Lewis Beals for the baseball team was named um, NB- NCBWA D- Division II National Hitter of the Week, um, which is really awesome because on the road, he was 11 for 7 from the plate, 8 extra base hits, um, including 5 home runs, 10 RBIs. Um, to help the Chargers, um, split the hard-fought series uh, against McKendry. um, and he also hit a cycle, um, on Saturday, March fifth, um, he hit a single, double, a homer, um, a single, a triple, a double, and a home run in the same game, um, for a twelve to seven victory. So that is just really, really good. And he was also GMAC Player of the Week um on that same week. So that that was really cool. Um yeah, so really good job from that team. So over to um softball. We're going to talk about some softball. Softball really struggling this year. Um not their year. Um basically. Um on we've played quite a bit of games. Um we were at Illinois Springfield um and we lost to Illinois Springfield 6 to 3 and then um, we're at Springfield again for a doubleheader. Lost four to three. On the sixth, we were at home versus Quincy. Oh wait, no, we were in we were in Illinois Springfield for a tournament. Sorry, but it says versus Twins Quincy because we were the home team in that game. We won five to one, and then in the second game we lost six to three. Um, and then in Florida, we played against Lynn. Uh, we lost, won the first game eleven to one, but lost the second game seven to five. Um, we're going to stay in Florida for on March the 13th today, obviously. Oh, wait, this game's going on right now. Um, let's see. And in this game, we, um, that's at 12 p.m. So it's it's already going. So we'll see how that's going next week. And then also today at two thirty, we're going to play Barry. And then on the 15th, we're going to play Lock Haven at 1215 and then at 445 New Haven. Oh, my gosh, a ton of games we're playing. So that's, um, yeah, we have quite a bit of games coming up for softball and um, exciting news for the baseball team in that um, cycle um, and the player of the week thing. So that's that's cool. Um, all right. That is all of my notes. Thank you very much for listening, all you people. Um, thank you very much, Caleb, for being on earlier to talk about uh, some district basketball. Um, thank you, Will Carlton Academy, for listening, um, as I know you attentively do. Um, and everyone have a great rest of your day, and go Chargers!